Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 30. All right, this is a very special one. Before I get to that, I just want to tell you about some live shows that I'll be at. Uh, coming to New York soon, August 12th through 15th, I'll be at Caroline's Comedy Club. That's right on Broadway. And uh, then a couple days after that, I will be in Austin, Texas at Cap City from August 18th to the 21st. And then a few days after that, uh, I will be at Helium in Philadelphia, August 25th to the 28th. So uh, come out to those shows. If you want to join the uh, street team to help promote the shows, great! Shoot an email to stuff at nerdist.com. And then in the subject line, write, pick me in, and then whichever city, either New York, Austin, or uh, Philadelphia. You'll get tickets to the show. We'll do a fun meetup and hang out. And uh, I will I will pile heaps of appreciation upon you in a non-creepy, non-touchy way. All right. This podcast. This is the Mythbusters panel from Comic-Con this year that I had the tremendous honor to moderate. Um, there were probably like 2,000 two or 3,000 people there. And uh, the, the panel was insane. Uh, all the Mythbusters were there. They were. It's the first time they've all been together on one stage at a con, and uh, it was really an incredible experience. And Discovery was cool enough to give me the audio from the panel so that I could pass it along to you, because obviously not all of you could come to Comic-Con. So here it is. Uh, it is the Nerdist Podcast number 30 with all of the Mythbusters. Now entering... Nerdist.com I want, to make a bear, I want to make the last introduction very special. This is her first Comic-Con ever. Please welcome to the stage, Miss Carrie Byron! Nice. I love you. <laughs> you are a handsome-looking group. You are a handsome-looking group. This is... Uh, this, by the way, is the first time that all you guys have been together as this group uh, at a con. Is that not, uh, is that not correct? Absolutely. It's the very first time. It's a historic first because we love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, Adam, you uh, I've, I've been friends with for, for a little while, and, uh, and, and the rest of you I met through Adam, actually Carrie separately. Uh, and then Jamie, we've never really had a lot of time to spend alone together. I'm kind of hoping we'll get to rectify that at the con this year. Um, but uh, seven years you guys have been together. Seven years. So how is it... Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to get into the where did Mythbusters come from? Because you guys already know that. You're the fans. But uh, how, what has it been like the last seven years uh, of doing the show day in and day out? Wow. Um, it's not a very glamorous job. 
<laughs> I mean, we're all having the most fun we possibly can, but on a day-to-day level, it's pretty blue-collar. We get, we get beat up, we get stitches, we get bruised and dirty. I think uh, they call that getting her done. <laughs> that is exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then that's uh, juxtaposed with coming to a place like Comic-Con where all of us have been getting accosted in the best way possible yeah. by people with big headdresses and boobs and boots and all sorts of things. It's amazing. This is boobs? <laughs> the the boobs. ones that I saw. <laughs> that's a fair answer. That's a fair answer. Carrie, what's it been like for you? I mean, it's Comic-Con. I mean, what, what did you imagine before you, before you came to a con? Uh, well, this is amazing. I, I had no idea what I was in for. I don't think I've had this many cameras pointed at me in my entire life. <laughs> but I'm loving it. I, I love the costumes. I, I love just everything about this. This yeah. is fun. Tor, you, you got, you've, been, you've been before. You know, it's like we, we were here last year, and it's like you're in the shop. You're, like, working your butt off. You're sweaty. You're dirty. And you look around, and you're like, what are we doing this for? And then you come here, and it's like we get instant feedback. It's like, because of you guys, this is why we do it. And it's so nice to come here and see the fans and see what we're doing is making a difference. It's true. It's true. Jamie, what's, uh, how, many, how many cons have you been to at this point? I, I think actually Jamie would like to st- tell you this answer by singing a song, don't you, Jamie? <laughs> I, I mean, listen, if it's any consolation, I would prefer the answer in song if Jamie Heinemann had Once, once more with feeling, Jamie. What? <laughs> that was a rap. <laughs> the world's shortest song. T- take it to the bridge. Has anyone come up to you and been like, this guy's got the best Jamie Heineman costume on? Yeah, I'm kind of hard to miss. <laughs> um, well, you know, it, it's been great being on Mythbusters. We're, uh, we're, uh, I'm still having a hard time acknowledging the fact that we're on television. I try to ignore it as much as I can. Actually, you do more than that. You refuse to let the cameras film you a good portion of the time. <laughs> but it seems to be working for us. Yeah. I mean, did you, you know, you're starting off in special effects. Did it ever occur to you, like, ah, I could, there's a possibility I could be a huge TV star someday? <laughs> Well, you know, that's the thing about effects work is you get to try all sorts of different things. And uh, I thought this was one of the most unlikely things that I would ever get to try. And, you know, as it turned out, I was wrong. Um, here we are, and, and we're, uh, it, it's, it's like it just started yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, and thankfully, I, I, I don't see any end in sight. I hope you guys do another 35 seasons of oh, the show. Oh, I mean, actually... Uh... <laughs> Thank you. Really? We've just, we have just signed up for uh, at least several more years of the nice. show. <laughs> the, the, the list, <laughs> I don't know if I can say, the list of stupid shit that people still believe is this long. <laughs> We're never going to run out. Yeah, don't you ever, are you ever, do you ever just sit at home and like wake up in the middle of the night like, we're out of myths, we're not, we can't do seven more years. Ever you really, you guys, it's no. not a problem? No. You just surf the internet, it really works. Yeah. I think this internet thing's gonna catch on, Grant. Yes. Grant, what are you gonna do when um, Jeff Peterson becomes self-aware and uh, decapitates Craig Ferguson? Uh, what are you gonna do? I'm not sure, you know, um, Robot Uprising is, is one of those scenarios, you know, there are all these scenarios of apocalyptic events that you have to be prepared for. Zombie apocalypse, right. alien invasion, 
Robot Uprising is just another one of those scenarios, and I've got a toolkit set up. Do you have, I mean, it, 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 it is a, it's a valid question. I mean, like, as a robot specialist, do you have any advice for how to handle the uh, robot uprising, um, you know, during an attack? Well, um, you know, the EMP hasn't been perfected quite yet. I will let you know it'll be available online at my website. <laughs> you were going to create the uprising so you can sell the cure. You know, oh, the Chris Hardwick, no. you've got my plan. That's, that's some government <laughs> tactics right there. I was actually just reading the other day that someone's built a uh, robot that powers itself by eating food and getting energy from a, a rudimentary digestive system, and I was thinking that's perfect for Jeff Peterson. <laughs> that's, that's what you need to do. Jeff Peterson is going to evolve. He's got to evolve. He will, eventually. <laughs> Someday, legs. Um, <laughs> we had to wail them off. We had to wail them off. Um, what? <laughs> well, maybe we, we could all. We'll, we'll get to work on that grave. after it's not awkward anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is it, like you guys are. You guys are, are, are like royalty at the con. It's insane. And we, we did the Wootstock show together the other night. Wow. I mean, you guys. You don't even understand. Like, yeah, I was imagining myself as a nerd turning the corner and looking at the green room of Jamie and you and the MST3K guys and Will Wheaton and Veronica Belmont. And I was just like, like I was choking on spit. So, and you guys are, but you guys are royalty. And you, you told this insane story about uh, something that someone made you sign. Uh, yeah, no, last year, last year we were at the signing table and uh, we, we got out there and there was this huge roar. Uh, and I think largely it was a roar because Jamie stood up on the table and went like this, and <laughs> it's just not something you expect to see. And as we were signing, people were bringing up all sorts of things for us to sign, and these people put a baby on the table, <laughs> and it, it was wearing baby. a onesie that said, <laughs> it still creeps me out, it was wearing onesies that said, proof that nerds have sex. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And I was like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> and someone was like, yeah, sign the baby. And someone was like, sign the baby. And then the whole crowd was like, sign the baby. <laughs> and I was like, okay, because you don't go against the crowd. So I'm signing the baby, and I hand the baby over to Jamie, and the baby starts crying. <laughs> so I said, stop pressing so hard. <laughs> and when infants are involved, no one thinks those jokes are funny, <laughs> except for me and Jamie who makes it look like he's pressing really hard. <laughs> is there, is, I mean, do people, do people kind of accost you on the streets in the Bay Area, or, or is it? Uh... Well, yeah, they do, um, but I, I don't know. I think Adam gets it a little worse than I do. They're, I think people are sort of afraid of me for some reason. <laughs> but last year I walked the floor in costume, and I, I said I had a great time, and Jamie was like, yeah, I, I walked the floor. I walked the floor, too. <laughs> and I said, Really? Just as you? And he's like, yeah. So did people come up to you? And he said, I would see them notice me and I'd go like this. <laughs> That's a superpower. That is right there. Sis man. Jamie has the makings of a perfect supervillain. If there's some sort of a lab accident and he sprouts like 10 other arms or something, he's going to be the perfect supervillain. I've been to, I've actually had the privilege of going to M5 before, uh, and I've not been to M7. What the hell, guys? Uh, hey, we'll show you love. <laughs> Come on, Chris. I'm sorry, we'll get it to you. 
But it's exactly, guys, it's exactly what you think it is. It's not a studio. It's, it's really, it's a workshop. And there's not a, it's not a huge crew. It's just a camera guy and a sound guy. And you guys are literally doing everything yourselves. I don't know if people really understand that. It's not, it's not, it's not like Man vs. Wild where there's someone off to the side like, go over there and pretend you're alone. Like, you're, you're actually... <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> the Bear Girls has a crew. I mean, you guys, you guys are it, though. It's yeah, we, creepy we, having a reality show that actually films reality, isn't it? Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> and you guys aren't any kind of real housewives, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, no, we've been... Uh, actually, just this year, we're starting... <laughs> oh, boy. How quickly they turn. <laughs> just, just this year, the last year, we've started to get a little bit of help behind the scenes. But yeah, pretty much everything for the past seven years, uh, we've built. If you see us build it, we built it. No, no gremlins built it behind the scenes. And at this point, because I'm sure in the beginning, it was just sort of like, well, you know, just for budgetary reasons, you know, we, we have to keep the crew small, see if the show works. Now I'm sure you guys can get whatever you want, but do you feel like it maintains the integrity of the show so that you do everything yourselves. I, I, I personally feel like it's... I just know that I'm going to build it faster. It'll, uh, it's faster for me to build it than explain to someone how to build it. Yeah. I, I like working like that. And I have it in my mind. It's, it's actually quite a leap for me to take something out of my mind and give it to somebody. Because I like solving problems as I go. And, you know, if you give it to someone, you've got to solve them all for them before they start. Or they've got to be really freaking good. Yeah. But there's and a I, few times that I'd like to have a... You know, double for some of the stunts we do. <laughs> They're not stunts when you fall off something. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love you, too. Uh, All right, get a uh, room. Ladies, he's available. <laughs> oh, that again. Now I'm blushing. <laughs> Cut to Comic-Con 2011. 300 women are like, meet your son, Tori. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Adam, sign him. <laughs> Lay off the slave layers, okay? Oh, my God. Yeah. Am I blushing? It's getting hot in here, isn't it? <laughs> Grant, you're probably the most famous robotics guy uh, in the world right now. What does, that, what does that feel like? I mean, you know, you're uh -huh. going to school, you're, you're engineering, you're, and now <laughs> superstar robotics guy. This is like so comic booky. Craig Ferguson called me the Keith Richards of robotics. <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that. <laughs> that, that might not be a compliment. <laughs> I think he meant it as a compliment. I'm going to take it as a compliment. I think... Uh. I think he meant you can't be killed by conventional means. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is it, that. It might also mean that he doesn't understand everything you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, uh, so let's talk a little bit about the, the new season that's coming up. We saw some, you know, we saw some, some footage there. Um, what, what can you tell us uh, uh, from the top? There, there's a shot in there of the Porsche going backwards. So this is a myth that I remember being told a million years... Sorry, it's not a Porsche. It's a classic sports car. <laughs> it's a Morsche. Thank you. Uh, I remember being told this back in the 80s, that this model was more aerodynamically efficient backwards than forwards. And like a comedian knows the punchline, I know the punchline of this episode is this car going backwards at some impossible speed. So we... We actually managed to cut the body of this car off its chassis, flip it 180, and race it at 100 miles an hour 
against another one. There's, there's, this, there's a shot of me slaloming backwards at 70 miles an hour, and everyone's like, their brains just can't hold this image. They're like, ah! It's great. Now, <laughs> and what, are you allowed to say, it, it looked like you were violently throwing up uh, in the clip. Are you allowed to give any insight? <laughs> well, I think that's in my contract, once a season. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. We were actually testing cold feet. Do your feet actually drop in temperature if you're about to do something that you really dread or you're scared of? So... I'm obviously um, dreading eating disgusting things, so the guys laid out a banquet of, of like chicken feet and guts and fish heads and live scorpions and, and hissing cockroaches and maggots. And, and they, they almost s- threw up setting it up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they did, and they said, okay, pick two things and you have to eat them. Grant is terrified of spiders, so uh, we dropped 25 tarantulas onto his head while it was encased in a box, and uh, Tori's afraid of commitment, so we brought in a bride, and uh... So, you... Just kidding. That's my joke. (laughs) No, we... Tori doesn't like heights, so we put him in a stunt plane. (laughs) Wild hearts can't be broken, Tori. (laughs) That's that's, it. That was awesome. Has there, ever, no? has, there ever, has there ever been a moment where someone just bursts into tears and you're like, we can't show this on, uh, on the channel? No, no, no. The one that happens more often is we're all standing around. I don't know. We're about to throw shovelfuls of poo at a fan or, you know, where an lo- octopus is locked on my arm up to my neck giving me hickeys and we're thinking, what are we doing? <laughs> letting us throw a thousand pounds of corn sweetener in the air to blow it up. <laughs> so, Discovery Channel! <laughs> right in! Let's all discover. <laughs> Has... I want to... We'll, we'll start and go down the panel. Has there... Because I'm, I'm just guessing at one time or another someone's run up to me like, you know what myth you should bust? So what, have you ever heard one that you're like, that is an awesome idea, and then actually, then actually done it on the show? Yeah. Uh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Actually, early on, I remember after the first season, we hadn't done Shark Week yet, and someone walked up to me uh, in San Francisco, and they were like, you know what you should do? You should do that, like, if you punch a shark, it goes away. Like, you should get in the water with some sharks, and you should punch their faces. <laughs> And see if that works. And you I was met, like, you, you are retarded. That is ridiculous. No one is ever going to... Eight months later, we were in the water punching sharks, punching in, the sharks in the face. Jamie is in the water at the, the, the Stewart Cove Dive Bahamas, sitting on a box of chum, punching everything that comes near him. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. So what do you... Uh, just... It, is, is part of the show, do you, are you thinking about, because you're really advancing critical thinking in science, in, in my mind, and if I, were, if I were a kid and had been able to grow up with the show, I feel like it would have had a tremendous influence on uh, just, like, solving problems and, and, and logic. I mean, are you ever thinking about that in the back of your head? Because what you're doing is legitimately educational. Uh, actually, I would have to say not so much, okay. because... Uh, Well, you know, what happens on the show and what makes it work is that we're just curious about stuff, and so we try to figure things out. And we, uh, because we're curious enough, we're motivated, we want to be efficient at it, and that means being methodical and and logical about it. And that sort of 
happens to be science, but we never set out to do science. Yeah, who knew? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it works. And, uh, you know, of course, we're delighted that, uh, that kids are, you know, we, we've talked to people that, that are uh, adults now that, you know, were little kids when they first started watching the show and they picked careers in science because, uh, or engineering or whatever, and, uh, because of the show. And uh, that's great, but we're like... Uh, <laughs> okay. I know, no, there's a couple of uh, this girl walked up to me at the signing today and was like, "I've been watching your show since I was a little girl, and now I have a PhD." It's <laughs> like, wow, you've been watching since I had no white in my beard, and I, my ankles didn't hurt. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that you know, because really, what they're just saying is, "Hey, you're old." Yeah. <laughs> That's just all I hear. That's all I hear. Yeah. <laughs> How's it been for you? I mean, like, uh, Carrie, you're a mom. I mean... I know. Well, you know, when I, I, I first joined the show, you know, I was in my 20s, and I, I kept thinking, well, you know, when the show gets canceled, I'll have a baby. I'll, you know, I'll just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. All of a sudden, I'm like, this show is going to go on forever. I just have to do it. I actually filmed Pregnant all the way up to my 10th month. What? Now, check me if I'm wrong. Wait a minute. Normal no. gestation period is, hey, it is, uh, it is... It is a myth that it's only nine months. And you busted it with your body. Isn't that incredible? Wow. That is commitment to your art. Unbelievable. Nine months, I'll show you yeah. biology. It's nine In your minutes, face. Months, months. Her baby's like, I'm not coming out. <laughs> well, with all those explosions and gunshots outside, I wouldn't come out either. <laughs> it's, a it's a lot safer in here. How's it been? So, uh, Grant, are you, are you working on any new bots uh, in the workshop that you can talk about? Uh, at this point, it's just been Jeff Peterson upgrades. So if you watch the Craig Ferguson show, he had a couple moves before. He's got a lot more moves now. And so uh, that's just been the only thing. He has actually now iPad control with his own Wi-Fi router, 128-bit encryption. You can actually... But you still make shitty phone calls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ow. Sorry. <laughs> no, the 3G network's been really awesome at Comic-Con the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, still no. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean you texted me two days ago? I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so what do you, you know, what, what do you, you were at the amazing meeting, right? Uh, in, I, in I go Vegas. to, yeah. James Randi, uh, my hero has a, a skeptics meeting every year in Las Vegas called The Amazing Meeting. Uh, Tori's gone with me. Carrie's gone with me. Jamie's gone with me. Grant is next. I'll be skeptical soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I met Richard Dawkins. Oh, wow. I, I was like, Richard, Mr. Dawkins, my name is Adam Savage. I host Miss Butters on the Discovery Channel. And he said, that's nice. <laughs> I said, I'm a big fan. And he said, that's nice. And then I let him go. That's amazing. Yeah, because, you know, what's fun, about, what's fun about hanging around you guys is watching really famous people that I nerd out over nerd out over you guys. But that's just, just, just now, I pulled up in a car out in front of the Marriott, and there's Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> I have to say, at first I, go, at first I point out to my wife, I go, hey, look, it's Ron Perlman, it's Hellboy. And she goes, really? And I go, it's Guillermo del Toro! And I actually started crawling, clawing at the door. <laughs> I was looking for an object to break the glass. When the driver opened the door and I jumped out and ran over to him and Guillermo del Toro went, hey! <laughs> Gave me this big hug and he goes, I love that you guys did the Pike Creed. I've been trying to tell everyone the Pike Creed works. 
That's insane. And then he said, the words I've longed to hear my whole life, come and visit my man cave. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. Wow. Smooth. It's the Spanish smooth. gentleman. <laughs> but wait, you said you replied with, come visit mine. I, I did. In fact, I'm currently building my new man cave in San Francisco. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, Jamie, any, any, any fun celebrity experiences of people that you met that you were shocked that they knew who you were? Um, no. How about, <laughs> how about the surprised. president of the I'm United States? That didn't kind of wig you out a little bit? That I'm sorry, who? President Obama? When we oh, yeah, him. that, that, I, I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the president, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> he's like, you guys aren't going to blow any stuff up here now, are you? And he's like, no, you're safe. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we walked right up and said, could we see your birth certificate? <laughs> is, that in, is that in season seven? That's a, I, figure, was... I figure if we pick it up, you know, do the little... <laughs> that looks good. <laughs> this myth is busted. <laughs> You know, I want to talk about the announcer a lot because I feel like that guy's voice is in my head so much. It's, 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 it's a, t- tell, us, tell us something about the announcer. Rob Lee, Rob Lee is a Canadian living in Australia narrating an American show. <laughs> that seems about right. So he is, he is one, yeah. is a single human melting pot. And yeah, you, 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 you know, it's like meeting any announcer for a show. You meet him and he talks to you about dinner and what he ate and what he drank and whatever. And all you see is things exploding and <laughs> Carrie throwing up and Tori getting hurt. But you know, our show, our show, just to tell you a little bit about how it's made, it's made here in America. We send the tapes to Australia where they're edited and the show's assembled, and it's voiced by Rob Lee, who is a Canadian. So, in fact, we have, uh, do we have a little rough cut? A little behind the scenes? There is, there is some rough cut stuff. Uh, yeah, do you guys, do you guys wanna, do you wanna jump to the rough cut? Well, actually, the, the rough cut, this is, uh, this is how we see the show. I, I don't know if any of us watch it at home. <laughs> you guys don't all get together and be like, remember when we did that? It's, someone once told me, they were like, you should have a party and show the show in your house. And I was like, think about how freaking creepy that is. <laughs> People get up to go to the bathroom like, where are you going? Where are you going? The best part. <laughs> Wait, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Um, so we... you, you say it along with yourself on TV. <laughs> Not creepy. So when we see the... When we see the rough cuts, they've actually been written by uh, one of the Australian producers of the show. And this one, in fact, was written by the executive producer, Dan Tapster, uh, who's been helming the show now for five years. And so this is Dan Tapster's voice. We don't hear Rob Lee's voice when we see the rough cuts. Okay. And this is a thing we were doing. We did an hour on tornado myths. And um, we couldn't figure out how to make winds strong enough for a tornado. And Grant Carey and Tori told us about this place called Kalita Air in northern Michigan, where they'd let us play around behind their... 747 jet. So I put on some of UD Replica's Batman Kevlar leather motorcycle armor. Wait, can I just tell I, I, I was having lunch with you at M5 the day you got that. And I was like, Adam, there's a package here. And you raced upstairs and you whipped it open. You're like, Batman's armor! <laughs> it was incredible. And I must admit, I think I put it on four separate times in the next hour and a half. (laughs) Every time someone else came in, I was like, hey, want to see what I just got? (laughs) It it looks pretty badass, which we'll actually see in the clip. So is there any other setup for the clip? That's the setup. Me and Batman armor behind a jet. Okay. uh, 
So this, I just want you guys to know, this is never before seen footage. This is a rough clip, so this is not. They, they might actually trim some stuff out. So this is a, this is unedited uh, footage from the new season of MythBusters. Let's roll it. <laughs> say, uh, flopping around in the mud takes some of the edge off that suit there, Batman. <laughs> what is it, Jamie, what is it like when you're under, you, I assume you designed the tornado shield. Yes. So what, what, do you, what is going through your head when you're under a tornado shield and you're being, uh, you're being spanked by wind? Uh, pretty much that I'm about to die. Uh, and I would point out that that wasn't the end of our trial of the tornado shield either. It, uh, we, we went a lot faster than that. Oh, you did? How, how, are we allowed to say how fast you got up to? Or? Well, I guess you have to uh, watch. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. You have a lot? Yeah. I'm just curious. Um, all of these stunts are safe to try at home, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if, uh, if you have your own 747, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, uh, the, the, being inside that thing in high winds, it, it just, it, you had the distinct feeling uh, there, or certainty that if something went wrong, it would just be like being at the end of a whip crack. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, snap your back. Um, it, it was really serious. I mean, when you're in situations like that, is, are, is, is the thought going through your head like, I really shouldn't do this anymore, or are, are, are you just too stricken with fear? Well, you know, it, it's a funny thing when you build something. You design something and you build it, and, you know, you go through all of the exercises. Well, I'm going to put this here and do this this way and that that way. And then you're inside it in extreme conditions like this, and you go, well, gee, I figured it out, and it ought to work, <laughs> you know? And so you just kind of focus on that, you know? It's like, uh, I mean, think about when you're in a, an automobile hurtling down the highway at 80, 70 miles an hour, or whatever it is you're doing, it's, uh, uh, you know, it's like standing on the edge of a cliff. It only is a little slip of the wrist, and you're, you know, it's all over. Uh, sleep tight. Sleep tight, kids. <laughs> so you know, you, what you do is, you, well, they've engineered the car right, you know, and so, yeah. so, you know, I guess I'm an engineer, and so I guess I, you know, I survived that thing, so I did a good job. Yeah, but you guys are, you, you guys are like adventure scientists because you actually test your own inventions with your lives. Uh, well, I, I'll, I'll tell you something that's not quite totally apparent in that episode that I like. Uh, you know, Jamie and I don't really like each other. Um, we, we get along fine, but it's not based on, our relationship is based on deep affection. Um, but, you know, in a situation like, or even shallow affection, uh, but in a situation like that, Jamie's in the tornado shield, there's, uh, there's a comm set they have made for, like, aircraft carriers and jets and crap like that, where, you know, you can hear somebody, and there's only one channel for it, and, uh, that channel goes between me and Jamie, because, really, when push comes to shove, when these things hit 
get to the quick. There are, we've worked through all the safety parameters and we've really tried to make sure that we're safe, but it's really each other that we trust to, to keep us safe. You know, I'm the one who's going to yell, cut it, if I feel like anything's out of control. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, speaking of Batman, you uh, tell him about the, uh, your, your thoughts on me with my little pulley rig. Oh, yeah, no, this is great. So we did the... Batman's our favorite. <laughs> I want to build all that... Well, I'll lead that in. In case you didn't see the episode, I had built one of these things like, you know, Batman takes his pistol and shoots up in the air and there's a dart that sticks into the concrete somehow. We haven't figured that part out yet, but, uh, you know, and he has a little handheld winch and up he goes. And so I built this thing, which was more or less a handheld winch that fit within my sleeve and uh, up I went. So he went and he had designed the thing, it was this massively powerful little motor, and he designed it to be able to winch him up all the way up on this very fine, like almost spider wire called Spectra Cable. Uh, and he got all the way to the top, we were like high-fiving each other. He's on a belay safety going between, uh, to two people down on the ground, so nothing can go wrong, he's not going to fall, but he's gotten all the way to the top and he's under tension, and there's no reverse on the thing. <laughs> So it, there's no way he's going to, like, unwind it to get back down. And he's so high, we can't actually take his weight with the, with the, with the belay rope. So I go, you're going to have to cut after, you know, we take about five minutes yelling up and down to realize what, what's going on. And I go, you're going to have to cut it. And he goes, okay, and pulls out his pocket knife and cuts it. <laughs> Without looking down or looking at me and, you, have we got this? Is this going to be Okay. And as he cuts it, of course, he cuts it, and his hand, which weighs like 15 pounds with the motor and the batteries on it, smashes him in the face and breaks his nose. Yeah. It's, it's, it's off this way, just a tiny amount. Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, Owen Wilson trainer. <laughs> uh, I'm... <laughs> hey, come on, man. Why are you going to make fun of Owen Wilson, man? <laughs> Uh, I don't do impressions. That was terrible, and you're right. Gary, oh. uh, I, I, I want to I talk for a second really quickly, and then we'll open up the floor to questions, because uh, I'm sure you guys have a few. But um, I, I did some uh, interstitials for a show that you're doing for the Science Channel called Head Rush, which is in, supremely exciting, because it, you're, you're reaching out to, to teens and getting them interested in science. Well, I, I think this is just the natural evolution of Mythbusters, since, uh, you know, the, an amazing side effect is they're using it in classrooms, and people are actually learning from it in spite of the entertainment. So we have taken Mythbusters, taken out all of the commercials, and in, where the commercials would be in the tradition of, like, Bill Nye and Mr. Wizard, we're doing scientific demonstrations um, and quizzes. We're aiming at middle school kids, and we're going to have the show on the Science Channel from 4 to 5 p.m., right when they get out of school, so we can hopefully keep the learning going. And uh, it's, it's all part of the STEM initiative, which is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And... August 23rd, Science Channel. So get your kids watching. August this should be very exciting. So it's important teen questions and not, should I date a vampire or a werewolf? Like, it's actually actual teen uh, I, science. I, just speaking of the children, I'm sorry, I only just now read this card in front of me that says, be aware that members of your audience may be under 18 years of age, which I think means don't curse Adam. I, Mine actually, doesn't say that. I, I thought it was actually more of a heads up to Tori. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Chris. Oh. What, what did I do? <laughs> 
<laughs> I just want to say, if any Chris. children who think that it's cool to curse, just remember it's cool for adults to curse. <laughs> Not it is. children. It makes you seem older and cooler, and you'll get yeah, more exactly. friends. Um, <laughs> guys, uh, I, would, uh, I would love to open the floor up to questions right now so that, uh, so that you guys can find out exactly what, what, what you want to know. So, Look at how um, big this room is. It's insane. Hi, you guys in the hey. back. Wait, can I, can, can I try an experiment for a second? Yeah. It's not can the I, wave, is yeah, it? Yeah, no, I just always wanted to try this. Can we get everyone in the, in the thing, in the audience to go, boop, all at once? One, two, three. That's lovely, thank you. <laughs> One K Will tone, that sound right? stupid? Myth busted! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, uh, yes, sir, what is your name? Uh, tall. <laughs> Hi, Paul. No, I said tall. Oh, tall. tall. Nice that's to meet you, tall. That's a, that's a funny name, name. yeah. <laughs> no, my name's that's, Dave. That's a qual. <laughs> okay, Dave. There we go, this tall works. Dave. Um, I've been uh, doing demolitions in the Army for the last eight years, so I pay... Thank you. Uh, so I pay special attention to your episodes where things go boom. Um, but there was one myth that has never sat well with me uh -huh. that you guys busted. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I, great first question. Thank you for coming out. <laughs> uh, it, it, the alkali metals myth. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the, the, the part that never sat well with me, you dropped the grenade in the bottom of the toilet. And the toilet went boom. But when you, uh, when you uh, activated the alkali metals in the, in the water, it uh, was on the surface, because you popped the vial and it cracked on the surface of the water, so you didn't get that hydrostatic shock that would have quite possibly damaged the toilet enough to not to have the myth confirmed. Right. It's funny, he doesn't look like a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a, you, think, you think he's just showing up to punch Careful. people at Comic-Con? He's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's tall. Careful. <laughs> I think you, he's a big guy. Big guy. Um, I, I think you might be entirely right about that. Um, I, honestly, I, this is one of the myths where I'm drawing a blank as to the experimental progress in that. Did you guys do the toilet? I think we revisited yeah, we were, it yeah, in we, a bathtub. Yeah, we destroyed the bathtub. Did you see that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty intense. But, I mean, you know, we can go back and try it again. I mean, I'm never against blowing up toilets. <laughs> Little sodium, yeah. And uh, Tori, you, you want to ride bikes later? Yeah, let's. I, I'm gonna do a uh, a demonstration later with uh, bikes and wagons. <laughs> you should all join me. Thanks, Tall Dave. It was carried there. Wait, can I see some hands? Who do you think? Whose fault was it that I jumped that wagon? Carrie or Tori? Was it Carrie? We are all responsible let's for see, our own hands? destiny. No. I do not have mind control yet. She's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I like her. Hi, what's your name? Madigan. Madigan, welcome. I just want to say Wootstock was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh! That was awesome. Thank you. Um, but my question is, I know when I'm watching TV or a movie and I see something really asinine, I just think the Mythbusters have to try that. So I kind of wonder, are you guys the same way, or are you able to turn off the Mythbuster and enjoy things? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Not, never. <laughs> Every exactly night, the there's, a, there's an email chain that goes between us, this must be tried, do this now. We and see something ridiculous or something fun or something stupid, we think the same thing. The Mythbusters should... Oh, we're the Mythbusters. Awesome! <laughs> 
Your, your wife isn't like, can you please leave the myth-busting at work and not bring it home? And take off that Batman suit. <laughs> which, which, by the way... And I open video... it up, I've got a Wookiee underneath. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I'm his lightsaber. Right there. <laughs> Pull was out that... your lightsaber, that... honey. It's purple. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh. It just got real. It just got real in here. <laughs> Stuff is real. Oh, right. It just got real in here is the name of my Bon Jovi cover band. Nice! Oh. Paul Storm reference. Nice. I like you. <laughs> ah, Mr. Wayne. Of course. He's wearing a Batman shirt. Oh, I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oops, forgot. Uh, guys, love the show. Grant, love Jeff Peterson. Thank it's you. Great. Thank you. Um, this is for those of you with progeny. Uh, has your view of your job changed since having children? Like more dangerous? Got to tone it down, or at all, or changed at all? Um, well, I don't know my children, so <laughs> <laughs> you will meet them. Uh, not for son. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're way too old. <laughs> Not for me, but she's still very little, so I haven't had a lot of time to be dangerous yet. But, uh, you know. I sold my motorcycle when, as soon as I found out my wife was pregnant. I got rid of the motorcycle. That was my, they're called donor cycles in a hospital for a reason. Um, uh, but, you know, there's a perception that we do really dangerous things on the show. And the fact is, is actually, we don't do them unless we pretty darn sure we're going to live through it. <laughs> You know, there is, we have a fantastic safety company. The insurance company freaks out almost on a daily basis as to what we send them. But the guy who talks to them for us used to talk to them for Jackass and for Fear Factor. Oh, he's also the guy that, he's also the guy that, he's been supervising us for a long time. But he supervised the water slide wipeout and gave us the, you know, the mindset to, to fling our bodies through the air like that. Um, and we really take great pains not only to be as safe as possible, but also to demonstrate how seriously we're taking the things. That's why you see the EMTs. It's why we're always standing behind bulletproof glass. It's why, you know, we leave a building between us and the thing that's blowing up. I mean, we work with FBI, bomb squad, fire. Like, we, we have experts around us that are going to keep us safe. The things that are really going to get you is, like, if somebody doesn't clean up the shop and you trip over something, that's when you're actually going to get hurt. You can't that, control that. Or if you just fail to clean up the shop. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Another question. What's your name, sir? Steve. Hey, Steve. Wow, fan oh, base. Steve. Steve's got cool. yeah. He's not just Steve, he's a Steve. He's a um, Steve. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I had one uh, question. Actually, this was, uh, this was a thought that I had earlier this week, and I was going to be put on the message board, but I was like, wait a second, I'm going to Comic Con. So, uh, just a little background info for you guys. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yes, no, Car I'm... Carrie is married. Yes. <laughs> Tori's not. <laughs> He's right. I'm not. Sorry, guy, girlfriend. Anyways, um... <laughs> hey, don't be surprised. It's Steve. Is it serious? Girl How serious is it? Steve's going to have a panel later. <laughs> so, I think you guys better bust the myth of his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? What? Oh, we were all thinking it. Don't turn on me. Hey, you want to... Myth. No, I can't fight, please. Oh, yeah, I can't fight. Yeah, um, no, I was actually wondering, um, because I had the, uh, this, uh, this idea, I was actually playing the game Assassin's Creed. Um, not, oh, there we go. A lot of people have played it. 
Um, and even though like it's uh, definitely a, a fiction, there's been, been a lot of historical facts that have been put into it. Like, for example, there were Templars, and of course, and there were uh, a, group, a group of assassins, and they did some crazy things. My question is, um, perhaps if we were to try to see if it was possible to do some of the stuff in there, like for example, leap of faith, uh, faith, which is like when you jump from a uh, from a two-story, three-story cathedral, top of a cathedral, into a stack of hay. Like I'm sure some, some nights are lethal. So just, just to condense this dissertation, could Thank you bust you. Okay. anything on uh, Assassin's Creed, like a video we, game? We've actually, there, there, we have a, a couple of stories from video games that have been on the list for a long time. One of the ones which I really love, we've called this Nintendo versus Pro, just as a, as a placeholding name. But the idea is of taking a kid who's just got his driver's license and training him on like the Sears Point Raceway in a Formula 3 car and seeing if the training in the video game is good enough to make him able to compete in an actual Formula 3 on that actually yeah. racetrack. Yeah. Pretty sweet. What about the flight simulator? And actually, they have the physics yeah. simulators in the games, are, uh, there's a lot of material there. And it's, there's, at some point, there will be a video game special, totally. Okay. Yeah. And by, That's by a, I was teasing you, Steve. That was actually a fantastic question. By the way, hey, question. By the way, Steve, just so you know, uh, on the plane with us coming out here was a guy from it's Ubisoft, right? Yes. Uh, gave me his email, so he had exactly the same question as you. So I'm going to contact him, and we'll see what we can do. All right. Cool. Thanks. Excellent. Hi. What's your name? Hi. I'm Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Uh, Wait. My... Have you ever had uh, like 2,000 people say your name at once? One, two, three. Hi, Sarah. Hi, um, my seventh grade teacher. <laughs> Not phased at all. <laughs> then that didn't happen. Um, my seventh grade teacher used your videos all the time to teach us about everything. But one of my best friend Tori's wants to know: Have you ever proved a myth and like swore to death that you you did something wrong and you really want to go back and? try to see if you can make it the way you wanted it to. Yeah, no, absolutely. We, um, probably the best example of that is we did a myth a few years ago called Sniper Scope, which involved a famous Vietnam-era sniper named, I'm serious, Carlos Hathcock III. <laughs> Don't make fun of snipers. <laughs> Who supposedly shot an enemy combatant through his scope and killed him, like shooting him in the eye. And we got a scope, and we got a rifle, and we shot it, and we, we busted it. And then we made snipers very mad. And, you know, it's like that Onion headline, Wife of Sniper, seeks 1,500-yard restraining order. Everyone down. We, 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 so it turned out, actually, that we had used the wrong scope, so a fan sent us the right scope. We had used the wrong ammo. A fan sent us an unopened box of ammo from Vietnam from the year this supposedly happened. And we put it all together, and we, we, we actually proved that it was true. We proved we were totally wrong, and as fast as we possibly could. I mean, I, you know, that must be, that must be really fascinating, because you know, if you're on a show like The CW or whatever, they might just be like, your character's dumb. But for you, you'll get an entire, like, 300-page thesis on, on breakdowns of where you messed up. I mean, it, it, that must be, that must be at the, uh, hard, but also enlightening at the same no, time. No, no, no. Some of them are amazing. We get lovely, lovely misses from people explaining how our methodology was flawed. But the, the creepiest ones, have you guys gotten stuff about the torture episode? I've gotten some, some anonymous emails about oh, yeah. the torture episode going, y'all did the, uh, water, the water drop uh, wrong uh, when we tried it. And then gives this... <laughs> I like the voice. Well, just this way. dark place. Like I'm reading an Eli Roth movie script. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, the only way to prove that one is, you know, it, it is called torture. I mean, we would have to torture us. Yeah. I, I don't particularly like that episode very no, much. No, me well, neither. The, th- the thing was, after we had tested this myth, a guy came in who had actually been a prisoner of war and had been tortured, and we told him what we were doing in an interview, and he just looked at us and was like... What's wrong with you people? I, I can't believe you did that. And we all just kind of were like, oh man, we really screwed up here. Yeah. Sorry. Well, this is one also where these guys go into the interview to ask him some questions and they all come out and they're all like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Like maybe, we're, maybe we're treating this a little lightly. Yeah. <laughs> I think we may have time for one or two more questions. Uh, I know, I'm sorry. I wish we could be here for hours. I know. Like in an too. hour. Hi, what's your name? Hannah. Hi, Hannah. What's your question? Um, Well, so your show is very amazing, but your audience is really amazing, too, because... Yes, they are. They're so huge, and they're so loyal, and they could be watching something else, but they decide to watch your show, so... Which is a good thing, I think, but... How do you feel about that? You know, uh, one of the things I love about our audience is um, we've been we've got been pitted against games one and seven of the World Series twice, and our ratings didn't drop at all. Yes. Yes. We got, but we got hammered by the presidential debates twice. That's a compliment. Yeah. That you know that smart people are watching your show. I hope. All right, I, I hope have... those people were voting. <laughs> I think we have time for one more question. Hi, uh, I'm John, and uh, I want to ask Carrie, when are you going to do your next FHM shoot? Ah. <laughs> that's, I have to say, that's not our last question. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'll be doing that one again. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, when are you doing your FHM shoot? <laughs> Sitting around the lab. Miss <laughs> Oh, look. My mustache is all wet. <laughs> <laughs> He's blushing. He's blushing. Wet Even mustache. his underwear is steampunky and arty at the same time. <laughs> Yes, sir, what is your, what is your question? Uh, hi, my name is Ryan, and I've had a question been bothering me for a couple of weeks. Um, so See a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure that we're all aware of nature's capability of creating a double rainbow. <laughs> so intense. A full so double vivid. rainbow. However, what do you guys think about the possibility of a natural... Triple rainbow. It blows my mind. It would be so vivid, so intense. What would it mean? What would it mean? What does it mean? No, seriously, though. What do you think? I don't want to brag, but I've seen a triple rainbow. Oh, Oh my God. Yes. It was so intense. Thank you. Triple rainbow all the way. Before we go, there was a there was a, there was a contest. Oh, oh, the oh. Adam Incognito. Oh, oh. Uh, oh no. Oh my. Wait, Lord. Lord. Wait. There can be only one. Well. Oh, no. uh, Adam, I don't know which one to shoot. I don't know which one to shoot. <laughs> there can be only Jamie, one. Get him. Actually, I have a quick question and a rather longer question. The first question is, Jamie, are you looking for a stunt double? Just someone to murder you? I mean, I don't know. 
<laughs> That's a good one. No, I do all my, my own stunts. Thank you. <laughs> and the second question I had was, um, what was the chemistry that actually brought you together and made you decide to work as a team? Ah, uh, born of man's great mistake. <laughs> <laughs> was it Match.com? <laughs> <laughs> I like special effects, too! <laughs> We really, uh, I, you know, I, I do want to, do you have a quick answer? Because we have to, I want to give away the question. It, it, it's not right. a trivial answer. I mean, we, 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 we were professionally friendly. Uh, Adam used to work for me. and uh, <laughs> Until I couldn't stand it anymore. Yeah, and uh, the show came along. Uh, they, they approached me. I had the shop. I didn't think I could pull it off myself. So I thought, who among my uh, colleagues that I knew of that, um, actually was pretty good at doing this work and was a lot more of a ham than I am. And uh, <laughs> that was Adam. So I called him. And, Thank you. And uh, the rest is history. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie, too. Uh, now, quickly, do you want to announce the winner of the Adam Incognito? Yes, yes. Oh, 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 wow. Hey, everybody. Whoa. Someone. Wow. Someone. Everybody, a lab just... nearby. That was like wow. a, a lightning. I wasn't expecting that uh, one. You gonna get snatched out of here? All oh, right. <laughs> there was a. That's okay. Thanks. <laughs> I want this child beaten. <laughs> um, so quickly, so, you, there was an Adam. Yes, uh, as many of you know, I I want the full Comic Con experience. So I walk the floor every year in costume. Uh, usually I don't announce what my costume is. I play Adam Incognito. you got to find me. This year I announced my costume and I walked the floor with the lovely members of the 501st Division as a stormtrooper today. And um, many people suspected that I was near. They would ask, they would just ask, is there, are you Adam? Can't just ask. You had to play the contest. Um, and there was one guy who spotted me early and and shadowed me for a long time, and uh, he's the one that wins this amazing Mythbusters-themed iPad. One of a kind. One of a kind, custom done. His name, his name is Matt Fisher. Congratulations, sir. We will get this to you Matt in a Fisher. minute. Congratulations to you guys for getting in and coming out. Mythbusters 2010 at Comic-Con. Please have a big hand for Jamie Heineman. Now leaving Nerdist.com.